With your help, we can continue to fight for freedom, reach new audiences, and bring important information to the public free of charge. This is not possible without your generosity. Join our quest for the truth and our freedom and donate today. Simply go to tntradio.live. You're with Hervoye Morich on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Happy Friday. We've made it this far. I hope everyone is rocking and rolling. We've got a rocking uh, rocking guests the next two hours. Uh, first time guest, Jessica Souls of deathathletic.com and codeproductions.com. We'll be talking about her recent documentary, Death Athletic, A Dissident architecture which um, discusses the work of Cody Wilson and defense distributed who are working to ensure the first uh, and second amendment free speech and uh, the right to bear arms by um creating the the um software uh, and hardware where you can 3d print your own guns I watched the film last night uh loved it 15 bucks I highly recommend you go out and um pay Jessica the 15 bucks at deathathletic.com and watch the movie and then of course we've got Wheezy of the what is truth podcast coming to us second hour to uh you know to to shoot the breeze to to to, to discuss all of the madness that is going on um this was interesting news right here rage against the machine who I call now rage with the machine uh, I liked raw egg nationalists comments and I've interviewed him he says this is terrible news where will I go for my establishment sponsored rebellion now rage against the machine breaks up for a third time will not be touring or playing live again oh bummer I, I was so looking forward to listening to raging with the machine and uh you know I think they they wanted vax passports uh they were pro-vax passports if I recall apparently the drummer has uh he said he's got um some health issue battling prostate cancer at age 55 I wonder if it's the vax and uh he mentioned you know other musicians as well are also battling prostate cancer uh not in uh rage against the machine but I think he mentioned another one so uh, I hope it gets better, but you know, rage with the machine. Uh, all right, so there's that. Greg Reese of Infowars put out a really cool report on NATO planning a false flag in Black Sea to launch World War III. He cited Stephen Starr, expert, uh, who was on Russia Today talking about this. Uh, not on Russia Today, but one of the big uh, Russian channels. Steven Starr was my guest um, here on TNT last year. You can check the archive and on my podcast where we discussed uh this sort of stuff the the push towards world war and Kit Klarenberg again we had this um these shenanigans in Serbia going on recently uh would seem like a color revolution but I think this is something I've never heard of uh before and he's the second person to that I see to have mentioned this he says the truth the truth of what happened in Serbia is at once much more uh, anodyne much more sinister than any of these narratives suggest in effect Belgrade's Western-backed opposition tried to take on the country's Western-backed government and failed because their Western sponsors did not want to succeed. The only victor was the U.S. Empire, and the ultimate victims are the Serb public. So I uh, haven't been able to read that in, in detail, uh, but a lot of strange stuff going on. So th they're 
did seem to be a coup attempt in in Serbia but at the same time the Serbian government is captured maybe there are different uh, Western elite factions that want to take over Serbia um that would kind of explain what was uh, posted yesterday that Serbia is launching now um initiative restore to restore mandatory military service so Aleksandar Vucic the president um is reintroducing the obligation to serve in the military for up to four months was announced yesterday by the Serbian Ministry of Defense so many governments are prepping for war for regime changes for coups you've got North Korea firing shells now toward the south sending islanders to bomb shelters North Korea's military fired 200 shells near two South Korean islands in the Yellow Sea today this morning forcing residents to take cover in nearby bomb shelters no one was hurt but um someone behind the scenes wants to get this party started when I say party I mean World War three get your popcorn and favorite drink and enjoy the show I mean what else can one do uh Red Sea activity is down nearly 20 percent after container ship exodus box ship volumes have more than halved after the departure of major carriers but there's been a negligible change in tanker and bulk carrier traffic so I guess that's not good the Chinese don't seem to be too affected so they're just sitting back and enjoying the show and uh as well as Hassan Nasrallah uh Hezbollah's leader it's funny he uh, derided the U.S efforts to make its Red Sea intervention appear more powerful and international by involving countries such as Seychelles in a speech today the Lebanon-based cleric took aim at Operation Prosperity Guardian he says to make the coalition seem powerful they added some country the Seychelles or Mayshells or whatever and I had to Google what it even was um so yeah that's interesting again this rhetoric coming from the the axis of resistance global south multipolar world um you got that going on as well Israel in talks with Rwanda and Chad to exile Palestinians isn't that interesting Israeli news site reports Israel offered aid and weapons to Rwanda and Chad as an incentive to accept Palestinian refugees so they're trying to send them anywhere Egypt Jordan Rwanda Chad the United States um I wonder when are they going to suggest to send them down here to uh Mexico absolutely crazy what is going on all right a reminder that you can listen to TNT radio in many ways uh live you can stream direct from the website tntradio.live just hit the button or you'll see the video feed uh you can download the app the TNT radio app to your smartphone we're also streaming live on X Twitter X YouTube Rumble and Odyssey we've got you covered on TNT it's the stuff it's that division people are talking about and that cluelessness that they want to push today's news talk radio TNT on Thursday multiple government agencies executed a search warrant on an Amish farm in Pennsylvania and seized several dangerous coolers worth of food items including sour cream chocolate milk ice cream and eggnog here with the story joining me now TNT news producer Adam Clark aka Ruckus 
It, to, to be fair, the, the, these are we're talking about illegal chocolate milk, illegal eggnog, Harvori. <laughs> uh, at least that's according to the government agencies that were aforementioned. Uh, and by the way, the lawyer for the farmer in question says that the seizing of the food was illegal, quote unquote, patently illegal. Uh, so there are there was three pencil. It takes three Pennsylvania state troopers and seven employees from the Pennsylvania Department of Agriculture to raid uh, these or farmers. Uh, they conducted an hours-long search of this farm. It's located in Upper Leacock Township. You can see video of the police, uh, thanks to an outlet called the Lancaster Patriot. Uh, they're exiting the building uh, while the search was conducted, and you can see them uh, walking away with tons of coolers, basically filled with uh, these illegal food items. The news outlet reported that the search warrant was issued by Magisterial District Judge B. Denise Commons on Wednesday. The search warrant purportedly included an affidavit of probable cause completed by Sherry Morris, that's the Acting Bureau Director of Food Safety with the Pennsylvania Department of Agriculture, uh, who, by the way, uh, that department said it executed a search warrant as part of its investigation into two food born illness cases. That's according to Lancaster Online. These potential cases stem from two, sad to hear this, but underage individuals in Michigan and New York who are suffering illness after consuming raw eggnog and other raw dairy products from the Miller Organic Farm. Health officials in both states noted that the sickened individuals tested positive, not for COVID, but for shiga toxin producing E. Coli. Uh oh. The raid of Miller's Farm, quote, sought, among other things, illegal raw milk and raw milk products, including eggnog, end quote. Uh, that's according to the Pennsylvania Department of Agriculture. The government agency declared, quote, Miller has never licensed his retail operation, end quote. Some response to this coming from Representative Thomas Massey, Republican from Kentucky. Speaking of the raid, he said on X social media, quote, looks like Amos Miller's farm is being raided with all the problems in society today. This is what the government wants to focus on. A man growing food for informed customers without participating in the industrial meat slash milk complex. It's shameful that it's come to this, end quote. Uh, side note, Massey is the co-author of the PRIME, P-R-I-M-E Act bill that, quote, makes it easier for small farms and ranchers to serve consumers, end quote. So it makes sense that he would say something about this. Uh, and um, this center, I wonder if this is who I think it is, but Miller's attorney is one Robert Barnes. I wonder if that's the guy who hangs out with uh, Viva Fry. I think it might be. Uh, but he proclaimed that the seizure of food was patently illegal, issued a nice statement. I encourage folks to check it out um, if you have a chance. But Hervori, this reminds me so much of like an old, like when I used to listen to like Alex Jones and some of the old school conservative radio there was always this fear that the, the the whole milk is being targeted, uh, kids being arrested for selling lemonade at their lemonade stands, that kind of thing. That's what this reminds me of. But this is just shocking. I mean, Amish people are just so they're so down to earth and and very you know religious. They're they're not criminals, you know what I mean. But to to treat them as such is just always fascinating and and frightening to me. But what do you think about this story here? Well, you know, after my conversation the other day with Bo um, and Sean of I Heal Collective and this story and then our, our guests coming up, um, Jessica on, on 3D gun printing, I was just thinking, you know, Ruckus, wouldn't it be so wonderful 
if we didn't have to worry and we could freely print our own guns, own AR-15s and AK-47s, you can't do that down here in Mexico, just drink raw milk without worry, shower, bathe in raw milk, uh, homeschool, not have vaxes pushed on us and our children. I mean, what a wonderful world, you know, that would be all of this freedom. But, you know, I just can't, the fact that, and some people don't get it. I was having this conversation even here in Mexico talking about, uh, forget, I think it was guns or something. And, and people have just been trained to accept collectivism and government um, the control. And it's, it's really sad. You know, I, I did see Thomas Massey tweet about that and they don't want to leave any options for us. You know, it's, it's a big pharma, big ACRA. They're, they're one combine now, one cartel, and they're trying to take over wherever they can and, and con consolidate power. Uh, you know, I hope Thomas Massey can do <laughs> something about this. Uh, and, you know, I've been meaning to look for a source of raw milk here in mexico as well i haven't found the time but that's on my to-do list <laughs> your your further thoughts on this madness well there's there's another side to this too i i, I would like to point out uh why not isn't it interesting that they're going to go through all of this trouble to over two kids who got sick you know I, that sucks from what i can tell i don't think they've died or anything but like how many people how many children how many people have been injured by the big pharma, the 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 experimental pricks, as uh, our, my friend Brian McLean Hesher said today on his show, State of the Nation. Uh, wh where's the raid on big pharma? Uh, are we going to go raid F Pfizer now, Moderna? No, I don't think so. Are they going to recall that? No, they recalled Peloton, uh, but they won't recall you know the jabs. You know, anytime somebody gets sick or hurt, they're they're all about it unless it's related to big pharma. And and it also, I, I absolutely love what what um, Massey called this the industrial meat milk complex. I'm stealing that one. That's great. Yeah, I mean, look how many children people have been literally murdered by big pharma you know people like rfk jr uh and others who have sued pharma in court because pharma knew that its drugs were literally not only causing side effects but literally these side effects many in in many cases killing uh the consumer and they just kept selling it and then you know um they lost in court and they just paid the the fine and for them, it's a slap on the wrist. Uh, meanwhile, as you say, what a few people get, maybe if it's true, these allegations that they got sick from the raw milk, maybe it wasn't. And then in any case, it's usually just food poisoning that you, you, you get over. No, no big deal. Uh, you know, we, we deal with this stuff all the time with our kids and, and our friends with their kids. It's a normal thing. But again, they want to, they, they want us to just eat the bugs, buy the GMO, um, all the pesticide sprayed junk um and and not be healthy this is the neo-feudalism we got to fight against this ruckus last thought yeah and then, yeah and massey is all about this idea and so are the people the consumers of this these product they want and they like knowing where their food is coming from they 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 like you know you don't know anything about that food that you buy at the grocery stores people uh test yourself on that if you don't believe me <laughs> Oh, and the the list of ingredients just keeps getting longer and longer. It's it's gross. I try to avoid big box stores. All right, Ruckus, catch up with you 
In a bit, we got Jessica Souls coming on, deathathletic.com, encodeproductions.com. Get her film, 15 bucks, Death Athletic Dissident Architecture. We'll be looking at the trail trailer coming up. Feel free to call in and ask her uh, a question. We'll be right back. Jeremy now on TNT Radio. Being South African, I'm, I know the situation and it's incredibly dire. Basically, our farmers, mostly white, have been under attack for years and years and years. And when I say attack, I mean that physically, don't I? Yes. Um, since the dawn of democracy in South Africa, since 1994, we had an average of uh, one farm attack every second day. Um, so it averages around uh, 175 to 190 farm attacks every year. And we had a farm murder on average every fifth day. Um, but over the last few months, both of those numbers have picked up. Murders in other sectors of society are not accompanied by the same levels of brutality and torture as you will find in farm murders. Jeremy Nell on today's News Talk. TNT Radio. Radio works because of its ability to personalize to the listener. What's exciting these days is that people are rediscovering it. You know, people are really rediscovering just how powerful radio is, how ubiquitous it is. It's in our cars, it's in our homes. There are so many new ways to access it. It's everywhere. To find out more, go to tntradio.live. The Net Zero Con will leave millions of citizens dependent on state handouts. It isn't a theory. It's an agenda. There is no climate emergency. On air 24-7. This is today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Joining us on this rebel transmission is is most definitely a a uh, rebel, Jessica Solche, filmmaker who's produced and directed No Control and Death Athletic Dissident uh, Architecture. You can go to the website, deathathletic.com. Uh, Fantastic movie. Welcome to TNT, Jessica. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, you know, I do have to say amazing movie. Uh, you gave me the screener for free. I watched last night, but right afterward, I, I paid for the film. I even paid a little extra because you can pay what you uh, feel. And uh, that's how much, you know, um, I, I love the work that you're doing. I think it's important. Uh, and, and it's a battle against this tyranny that we're facing on all uh, fronts. And, and by the way, in the beginning of the clip, uh, there's a guy, you show a clip of Cody being interviewed. And next to him, uh, there's a guy called Callan Diggs, uh, who I interviewed many, many years ago. So I, 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 it was funny to see some people that I uh, recognized. And maybe just to start, if you want to tell us, you know, what has been your interest and, and push and inspiration to sort of follow the path of this story, defense distributed, Cody Wilson, uh, you know, the, the, the First Amendment, Second, Second Amendment and, and so forth? Well, um, it's been a it's been a long path. So I was introduced to all of this in 2013. Cody was actually in my first film, which was a much broader topic with lots of other people in it, which was No Control. And in 2015, um, in knowing him for two years and seeing all the information and the short docs and the pieces that have come out, I just I just knew there was so much more to his story. There was so much more to what Defense Distributed was attempting to create and um, educate, if you will, and uh, put in stone on the internet. And so in 2015, I was basically, I said, Cody, I would like to continue and continue watching and see where the story goes and really actually represent, depending on what you give me, of course, 
what is all the motivation behind it without a bias and without putting anything on top of it. So it is a very intimate profile and thinking back and thinking now it's exactly what I wanted to create. Yeah, I mean, really, and I was amazed to see that you, uh, you know, it took that many years to put this together. And why don't we, we'll go ahead and we'll play the, 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 the brief uh, trailer and then continue on the other side. I'm trying to at least be able to say I fought it. And I made them earn it. And I made them stand there and say, no, we control the internet and we control you. This superstructure of power demands in the name of humanitarianism, this complete monopoly of like the most tremendous battery of violence and arsenal of all time. And we reject that justification and say we should have access to some of these implements as well. And for that thinking alone, you are labeled a, a terrorist and a, and a criminal. You reach a point in being pro-gun where you stop caring about the Second Amendment and you realize that being armed is a human right. somehow neuro-linguistic programming to say like, well, your private right to make a farm, which you've always had, somehow that private right is scary. So it's this way of divorcing you from a, what it should be, I, I think a standard traditional activity. If you have the right to keep and bear arms, surely you have the right to make these arms and to know how to make them. The law is almost a challenge. You're democratizing technology. You're telling people you can't control this anymore. And I'm gonna help you do that. And I'm gonna give it to you for free. There's this total attack up on any type of practice which can suggest radical difference. The only philosophically coherent position is revolt. You know, watching the, the, the film, I can't help but just cheer on, you know, Cody and uh, defense distributed and this work. For me, you know, growing up in the U.S., it's like, this is Americana. This is, you know, what what it is to be a patriot. This is freedom. Uh, it's well within our rights, uh, I think. But you, as, if, as the movie points out, we, we are in sort of uncharted waters because technology has gone a bit further than the law. And that's what they were dealing with, right? Where you can just 3D print your firearms um, now in, 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 in your home. And so your further thoughts on that? I mean, I've been calling this a techno-political dock for a while um, because it's the intersection of technology and politics, and most politics have not updated themselves um, to incorporate the internet in its full form and all the possibilities that it gives just the everyday person. Um, so there's a constant, you know, race to catch up to catch up on and also push the limits so there's something happening on both sides it's also what makes this extraordinarily interesting because like you said it's it's new territories it's a it's a new landscape to play within if you're really trying to push the boundaries as far as i understand it seems they have succeeded thus far as pointed out with the lawsuits um in the film there are still some ongoing lawsuits as i under stand it but for now you know I, I checked the website um defense distributed sells the 
um, the hardware. It's only 500 bucks, the printer. And so not in, I guess not in every single state or, or that's not true. So can, can you still print your firearms or no? No, well, it's not for $500. So they, that, that's just like a deposit. Ah, okay. Uh, to get in but, all right. But the, the, so the, the point is you can, you can, um, purchase it now and, uh, print, uh, your guns in most states in the U S yeah. So there's multiple things happening. 3D guns is where it started. The ghost gunner was something that was created and the idea started brewing in 20, end of 2014, 20, and then 2015, that's what Cody and Defense Distributed created in order to sue the United States government back, um, or period, to sue the United States government. Since 2013, they had never gotten back to him to detail if it was criminal, if it was illegal, was there prior strain, et cetera, et cetera. And so Cody, as um, he does, took the reins and said, in order to sue the government, I better make some money. And he built a company, which was Ghost Gunner. Now that doesn't have to do um, with 3D guns specifically. It is a desktop CNC mill. So within the lifetime of Defense Distributed, they've found different avenues in which to creatively access the Second Amendment and uh, popularize it in a new form. Yeah, so and, and, regarding, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. And regarding to certain states, it depends on where you live. So federally, yes, all of this is um, legal. Um, Cody got a license in 2018. Specifically, we're talking about 3D printed, but then the AG sued. Um, so yes, he technically won via license with that very first um, legal lawsuit against the DOJ. And then he was on a lawsuit with the DOJ being sued by uh, the attorneys. All of this, it's like, it's ongoing, it's it's nonstop. But in, I don't know if California passed it, but California has constantly been trying to create laws that make a CNC mill, if you like advertise it to do guns, then that's illegal or certain parts, making it very difficult. And in New Jersey, if you have the actual files or if somebody in New Jersey is able to access DEFCAD online, that there's like this nebulous kind of criminal um, possible felony that can happen. First for Cody, who's all the way in Texas, and then that person in New Jersey. So um, DEFCAD specifically in its third rendition is, um, is blocked off to certain states, specifically New Jersey, maybe California, I'm not sure. Yeah, I saw that in the website, uh, not for sale to New Jersey or um, California or outside the United States. And I'll, I'll pay what you know, I'd pay whatever the cost is for that thing. Um, I need to find a way to get get one down here to Mexico. I don't you know, yeah. it, it's just a printer, you know, it's, uh, you know, I can print different stuff uh, with it. So uh, we're, we're going to. Uh huh. It's a CNC mill, so you can mill your name onto things. <laughs> yeah, that's what I. That's all I want to do. Yeah. <laughs> With it, uh, we're gonna jump real quick, uh, Jessica, to our headlines. We'll be right back. Check this out now. TNT Radio News. Can you say news for TNT? This is James O'Neill. Wayne LaPierre, who has long been the prominent figure at the National Rifle Association, has announced his decision to step down from his role in the organization effective January thirty first. Fire and Rescue New South Wales is conducting an investigation into a significant fire that broke out at an e-bike factory located in Croydon, in Sydney's inner west. The United States military carried out an airstrike in Iraq, 
resulting in the death of Abu Taqwa, a leader within Harakat Hezbollah on Nujaba. Why not give TNT Radio a follow? We're on all major social platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Gab, and Getter. Help us get the word out as we cover the biggest topics of our time right here on today's News Talk. TNT Radio. TNT Radio. We're talking to Jessica Solche of deathathletic.com. Do check out the film. Uh, it's only 15 bucks, Death Athletic. It's a sit in architecture, which follows, again, Cody, Defense Distributed, um, and uh, their project of 3D printing guns. And as far as the tech goes, I mean, you you were around them. How do you see the state of this technology uh, and, and it's how it's evolving and, and where it might uh, go? Well, um, there are a lot more players now ever since 2018 happened and certain criminal lawsuits started. A um, lot of more people jumped into the community and became much more active online before uh, most people weren't participating as heavily or they were in FOSCAD, etc. But it was still more a hobbyist space. I think it's still a bit of a hobbyist space, but people weren't actively engineering things. Now there's so many groups, um, so many individuals that are making this, you know, a very, very, very active and very, um, you know, uh, a prolific hobby. You can go to YouTube. There's tons of videos and people that you can follow that detail 3D printing. And that's one of the... Um, most ironic parts of it is still the government has only come after Cody and Defense Distributed. Um, to this day, um, you can put it in your browser, 3D printed guns, CAD files, you can find tons of places to download. And none of those places have been served or people, you know, hurt by the government, right? Um, the only people they still are coming out after is uh, Cody Wilson for 3D printed guns. There has been other things when with ATF rules and other companies that have experienced, you know, problems with 80% receivers, etc. But specifically in the 3D gun world, it's still only defense distributed. And, you know, in, in your film, you detail there was one guy, I think it was in Europe, who was involved uh, in uh, contributing to the, I guess, to the DEFCAD and and whatnot and 3D printing, who died in a in a mysterious way, rather young. The European government, I think, raided his home, and then he died uh, soon after from a heart attack, which was really strange. Have you run into um, any obstacles from the state or, or or anyone for producing this film? No, nothing. I haven't. Uh, I'm not. I'm not on the radar, <laughs> or I'm being left alone. Um, but Jay Stark, who you speak of, is Jay Stark, and he's a super important person within the community. Um, he did the FGC nine, which stands for F Control Nine, um, and he was in Europe. So, and that was a huge like feat to be able to create. It was a three D printed gun combined with elements and pieces that you could find at your like local hardware store. Um, and then he wasn't the first person, I believe it was Jeff Rod that uh, created the idea of electro engineering, the actual um, barrel, but it was a gun made for Europeans or countries that didn't have the access like in the United States where maybe you only have to do the receiver and you can buy everything else in a kit like online. 
Um, so the FGC9 was a huge uh, step forward within the community and the engineering aspect of 3D printed guns. And, you know, and... Not, go ahead, sorry. No, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, just on Europe, because uh, I'm, I, you know, I'm curious because I've got three citizenships. I'm down here in Mexico. Mexico's made it much more difficult to own firearms legally. You can as a citizen, but they've limited the caliber. There's only one gun shop in Mexico City. There's so much more paperwork you got to go through that takes months and months. Um, meanwhile, we've got cartels and it's the Wild West here. Right? You know, they got guns all over the place and doing all sorts of stuff. But your thoughts um, on 3D printing. So, you know, the film focuses on the US. You got elements of discussion in, in Europe, but what are your thoughts to, to the rest of the world? It seems like the US and Europe are the most advanced when it comes to 3D printing of guns. Um, you have, uh, yeah, you don't really. So, I mean, I'm not, I'm not really keeping too much in touch. I know that there's been like, happenings in Australia where they found like the FGC nine in Myanmar, um, the guerrilla forces are using the FGC nine very efficiently in fighting, um, in London every now or in, um, United Kingdom every now and then you hear about like a stash that's been, uh, grabbed by the police. Um, other than these happenings, I don't know how vibrant you could say the communities are around this. And uh, that's probably the point. They're not supposed to be doing this in the first place. It's not like someone in the United States who's just exercising a Second Amendment right, because a lot of people still don't know that in the United States, no matter what kind of gun you're building, it is allowed as long as you're not selling it, right? This is a right that you have. So as long as you're not a criminal and you're not selling it, you can build your gun at home. This didn't start with 3D guns. This is something that's been there forever. Um, unlike in Europe, uh, you can't do that. That that's not even a that's not even a discussion, right? Um, you have Imamura in Japan who, in 2013, got in a lot of big trouble, um, and then the one person who shot. Oh, I'm forgetting his name um, in Japan. Um, so there's there's moments, there's news. But other than that, I don't know if there's like an underground underbelly of this in Europe or elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I in general, I feel like I have not because I, you know, this is my job check following the news and all this stuff daily. And I just have not picked up really from other parts of the world, any news about 3D printed guns. And it seems like, you know, Cody Defense Distributed and and, and folks like that are on the cutting cutting edge, it seems, of uh, what's going on with this technology and the law, the 3D printing of, uh, of firearms. How's been the response to um, your film uh, so far? Um, the response has been amazing. Um, the trick is finding the audience. Um, this film was, you know, attempted to be sold um, attempted to go into the mainstream to get, you know, streaming backers, et cetera. And it's not, you know, it's on the wrong side of history, um, which I was told in 2018, and it didn't get on more on the right side of history as we went on. So um, the game is just getting people to watch it and uh, building kind of a platform. But I mean, everyone who's seen it, I have had such a fantastic ride and, um, you know, it brings up, we had our first premiere in New York and I knew the room was wonderfully mixed with lots of different 
personalities and interests and definitely um, ideas about the Second Amendment. And it was unanimously positive. People were very interested in the story. Um, I think because it probably, one thing this film offers is that you don't have to like Defense Distributed, you don't have to like Cody, but this is gonna tell you the entire story. And it's gonna give you a little bit more perspective on motivations for individuals that when you see on mainstream is just, you know, cast in very dark lights. There only has to be this evil, this like one kind of strand, which nobody is one thing, right? Um, this gives you an entire perspective of not just what Cody's doing, but this is how this um, integrates in a very, very important First Amendment issue. This is this is a Second Amendment film, but it's very heavily a First Amendment film and a discussion on how much the government can control um, and can it get between you and your speech and it can it get it between you and what you create. So. Yeah, and you know, for all of his flaws, Cody, as you know, detailed in the second latter part of the film, I, I mean, I still, you know, I, I still like the guy and defense distributed. And I felt like he's, you know, he's very knowledgeable and in many ways eloquent um, in getting these ideas out there. And then often with, you know, movements such as this, you've got like Julian Assange, right, of WikiLeaks, you've got Cody Wilson, or of, of Wiki Weapons, they, they, I, I read sure. that they call it, right? And uh, I think I was going to ask you, you know, you just brought up the point, the next point I was going to, I was thinking about during the, uh, watching the film, that it's also a free speech issue. You know, people think, okay, guns, firearms, printing firearms, but he's putting the code, uh, the open source code out there. So, you, you know, just like BitTorrent, you know, torrenting, you know, Napster back in the day, WikiLeaks now for for firearms and so uh, you know further thoughts on how this is a free speech issue and then uh, of course a second amendment issue sure i mean a lot of people that don't know this story or even have brief interactions um still don't understand that cody never sold anyone a gun this has never been a direct uh purchase of arms right this has always been about code creation of code and putting online which goes back to zimmerman and bernstein and removing code and pgp off of the itar in the 90s which was a huge part of this and code then was considered speech that's what changed everything and this is code in and of itself so that immediately makes this a free like free speech situation or or a cause um and so the second part of this question was i'm trying to remember um pardon me well just you know how you know how this sort of intersects in this battle you know for for guns and because we, we're seeing in the u.s clearly that the regime as i like to call it washington um they're always pushing gun control they're always trying to make it invent new laws to limit um our right to to bear arms and this is one way that sort of liberates us um and they keep trying you know the, the the government keeps trying to come back and find ways to take away our guns and so you know your further thoughts on what 3d printing and what defense distributed has done its impact on um you know this fight between gun control and uh, the second amendment 
I mean, I think it's making just the entire debate far more interesting. Um, to this day, it's still easier if you want a gun just to go buy one, right? Um, every time a law is whispered, every time a piece is about to be uh, made illegal, everyone like everyone who loves guns in the United States just hoards them. So there's this weird interplay of almost like this this debate is about like pushing some sort of capitalism on guys. Like, it's so strange. Like, the, this is this is somebody talks uh, gun control. Someone says this uh, magazine is going to be, you know, stopped. Everyone just buys all the magazines. So it's not like it's an immediate uh, erasure of the thing that they even care. And that's why it was so interesting in my first film. I actually wanted to talk about the efficacy of gun control as it was like people would say we need to limit this or change this but it didn't it didn't stop grandfathered guns it didn't make people turn things in it just kind of stopped the sale for a little while or the sale morphed or the piece you know the piece changed if they said you can't have nine then it went to eight so there's this oh, this there's this strange like dialogue that happens in the gun control debate that when 3d guns started playing into it um it did send you know the politicians to scramble but at the same time the world of the 3d like the niche world is still pretty small um while even like it's and it's also divided there are people that love guns and love the second amendment and they're very wary about the whole 3d gun movement which is also very interesting um but what he did was he he captured the second amendment in a new techno-political form and it's a demonstration I think his motivation, this demonstration of how you can work around limitations. Um, and that was probably one of the most powerful things, a demonstration of you can work around law if you're smart enough, um, which can, you know, it's integrated into what they're doing in, in Bitcoin, crypto, creating, you know, anonymous wallet, whatever that is. So it's a demonstration of now, if you're building beautiful systems, if you have morals and ethics that are counter to what is being, you know, uh, told that you can do, you just have to be crafty and you have to understand how to do things correct um, within, you know, the guidelines. And as you mentioned, the people will go out and buy if something is banned. Um, you know, as it, and I had that reaction as soon as I watched the the, the doc. I went to defense uh, distributed a website, and as you mentioned, the the uh, again, I have a lot to learn when it comes to the technical aspects. But Ghost Gunner Three um, S, uh, as you said, you can reserve one, and I'm like, oh, they're still for sale. I I want I want to get one of those in, in case they become you know illegal uh, in 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 some future. Uh, it's time for our break. Again, the, the websites are encodeproductions.com and deathathletic.com. You can go there for 15 bucks uh, and get direct access to the film and watch it. It's also available, I think, on Amazon, Apple TV. We'll be right back. It's been said that when someone you love has Parkinson's, you have Parkinson's. The truth is, Parkinson's disease doesn't just affect the diagnosed. 
it affects everyone who supports and helps care for them. Worldwide, over 10 million people are living with Parkinson's, a neurological disease that affects movement. And with so many places to search for information, it can be difficult to know where to begin. The Parkinson's Foundation has answers. Answers for everyone in the fight. We can help you understand the disease, help you find expert care, give you tips for living a better life, share the latest research, help you find local support, and there's a free helpline you can call. Find your answers and join us in the fight against Parkinson's. To learn more, please go to parkinson.org or call 1-800-4PD-INFO. The Parkinson's Foundation. Better lives together. Our beautiful world is changing, withering, dying by the hands of those who don't value nature, even though we all depend on it for life itself. But there is hope. Together with caring friends, the Nature Conservancy can restore our lands, heal our waters, and save our wildlife with big solutions only nature can provide. But every day we lose more of the places we love, and we urgently need to save endangered lands, waters, and wild species. The actions we take today will determine the tomorrow we leave to our children and grandchildren. The water they drink, the air they breathe, the beauty they experience. To learn more about how you can help protect and conserve our beautiful world, visit nature.org today. Critically analyzing global affairs, this is the Hervoy Moritz Show on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. It is our final segment here with Jessica Solche, the filmmaker, or her recent film, Death Athletic Dissident Architecture. Uh, like I said, I watched it. Uh, I got the screener for free, but uh, I just, you know, this is important work. Uh, I support it. It was a very well-made film. So uh, I, I, I purchased the film last night afterwards as well to support Jessica and her work. I highly recommend people do the same. And, you know, I, I do want to ask you because... I feel, Jessica, that we are facing a great tyranny uh, in in the land. Uh, you know, censorship, uh, intelligence agencies and military, uh, you know, meddling in uh, elections, rounding up of dissidents. If we talk about J6 and others, um, economic assassination as American dissidents are being debanked and whatnot. Uh, and, you know, I'll even go so far to say, of course, as physical assassinations if you ask me you know jfk was taken out by our own by our own uh government his brother mlk uh yeah i even have a lot of questions when it comes to journalists like michael hastings uh whose car uh just you know went 100 miles per hour into a tree in a uh urban in a suburban in a rural in a suburban area in the, in the u.s and so or pat tillman uh who died of friendly fire out in afghanistan um your sort of thoughts you know maybe the background context to your film death athletic is sort of i feel like america tyranny is is rising authoritarianism uh is on the rise and so we find ourselves with this battle again you, you, your thoughts I mean, uh, it's hard not to stay in this place of worry, if you will, of black being blackpilled to everything that's happening. And I think the reverse of that is to um, understand it, see it, accept it if you need to, and then 
get yourself out as quickly as possible in the sense of this knowledge should not hold you back. That just means that you need, if this is something that's important to you and these are your worries, then you have to manifest something else. So building beautiful systems, capturing these stories, um, doing things. I mean, the, the film's name is Death Athletic for a reason. It comes from a German philosopher named Peter Sloterdijk, um, specifically a religious framework, but he was talking about people like Jesus um, who accepted their fate, looked death in the eye, but they knew they had a moral necessity because of the knowledge they had or their, you know, their morals to finish something. So in his, it's like a literal death athletics, but in this film, um, individuals that are uh, concerned about everything that you just said, every the state of the world, but you have an idea, you have a reason, you have, you, uh, you have to manifest it and you have to become death athletic. It's like a good slogan. That doesn't have to mean a literal death in this day and age. We can talk about, but people like Assange, Ulbrich, um, Aaron Schwartz, quite literal, Jay Stark, quite literal. Um, the only way, you know, we can all come together as a community to get things done is to not let those stories stop people, people from still building. Um, so I think this film is a good demonstration of while all these things are happening, there is, there are individuals that are building. Um, you do have Samurai Wallet that's building. You have um, uh, you have Cody who's still not in jail. You know what? Everything was stacked up against him, but he took the defensive and he went for it because he was always operating. Well, at least within the you know the 3D gun space and the gun space, very much within the law. You just have to be smart. Um, I think intelligence is. Uh, is the actual like you have to put that into everything that you build so yes i worry about all the things that are happening coming and possibly this is always a situation in life we are just inundated with so much news on a daily basis that we see things more clearly um but it doesn't mean at the same time the people are fighting it are less abundant they're just not being shown which is what you know both you uh and and ourselves at TNT are trying to do and uh, you you know what what you just mentioned I, that's my view you know people say I'm black pilled I am I'm cyanide pilled like one of my uh, past guests legal, legal man who was in the Jones plantation film huge fan he says he's cyanide pilled uh, accepting faith and looking death in the eye and you know I'm not crying I'm not sad I'm not depressed so I you know we're moving on with our respective projects right like yourself and, and and what we're doing here and i think that's key you know i'm not afraid i always talk about my forefathers you know my grandpa was a uh a six months prisoner of the croatian nazi regime in the 40s he survived to his old age um you know my uncle fought in the yugoslav war he's still alive and you know one of my past guests robin monotti he brought up during COVID, umberto eco eternal fascism or fascism so every generation we have to fight you know this eternal evil that keeps rearing its head it's just th that that's just life and you know speaking of individuals I'm, I'm just curious you know um where is Cody uh how is he doing uh and 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 whatnot um last last time we talked he seemed to be pretty good I mean he's just he works very hard 
he's an individual very dedicated to everything he's trying to build and working hard that hasn't changed <laughs> he has these 10 and a half years of knowing him but yeah he seems well he's not in jail yeah, yeah <laughs> and you know there was that story where you know he got into trouble uh and he was facing jail and you know honestly i felt like he explains it in the in the film because i i didn't know this until i watched your film so i remember years ago uh some of the new segments that were in your documentary about cody being arrested i think it was in taiwan so i remember that from years ago from watching it myself never really getting behind the story and then as you explain it it just like he was you know he didn't act with criminal intent as he said he was deceived in a way right in his situation and i you know no one is perfect and i i you know i think it's he, he can come back you know on his horse uh, and, and can you continue being for me if it's for me I think he could come back and continue being you know the face of this movement and just shrug whatever happened off that that's how I see it we got uh, about three minutes left three minutes to midnight you know thoughts on that or uh, you know any other key themes you want to get across um well yeah he's uh he can come back it's but something like that is very uh disturbing to one's profile but um you know he has a mission and he's continuing it um, yes, if you're going to do radical things and if you're going to build systems, uh, be careful because the last thing you want to do is deliver yourself. So, you know, if you're going to do that, really like make it difficult in every form and fashion to get in trouble, that would, that would be my leaving form. Um, but, uh, yes, if everyone watches the film, um, they can reach me and also they can get a special code tnt radio you can get a little discount if you go to the website and buy the film direct so there's that <laughs> very do, do they you just type in the promo or what tnt radio tnt radio okay yeah. wow pretty uh, the, the link again it's in the uh description and you know i i always support my guests i, I buy their books their their films and i i think this is important you know this is the intellectual revolution right now on tnt radio podcasts all, all these sort of sorts of uh rebel transmissions as i call it the the uh, guerrilla radio and um just real quick we got a minute and a half left uh, you know i'm tired of them using the pretext of mass shootings to take away our guns for me it's you know that's never a valid pretext um, and I don't think the, the statistics back it up. Uh, your, your quick thought on uh, this every time they want to take away our guns after there's a shooting? Um, I, my response is, well, I don't really think that's going to work. Um, and so the laborious, you know, there's there's never really a discussion beyond which I do think psycho psychology needs to be a big part of this and the amount of drugs in people's system. This is not something the film gets in. This is personal opinion. Um, so, I mean, we're just missing the, we're missing the horse. Like we're, we're missing the entire situation. And especially every time these situations happen at more guns are just purchased. Um, we have to focus on the base level of what are getting people to that mad place. Um, and building communities within America is much better than keep on tearing people apart, which we're not very good at right now. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, great having you on, Jessica. Again, tell us the, the best uh, websites to go to. Deathathletic.com 
or Encode Productions. Um, you can do buy from the filmmaker um, and that will take you to a uh, streaming. You can use TNT Radio or you can also buy with crypto via another link. You can use your Bitcoin. All right. So. Keep up the great work. I look forward to future documentaries from you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on. Have a good evening.